Everybody and welcome back post-COVID myth and mockery. This is really great to be here with everybody again. At last, we're finally recording in person and we get to all try and remember our characters. It's going to be great. Hopefully, Will. I'll see if I can remember what I'm oh, doing. I remember, I remember everything. <laughs> I haven't forgotten a single thing and welcome back, everyone. We're excited to be on this wagon adventure, if I recall correctly, but I'm not quite sure. Maybe someone could fill us in on what happened. Maybe we should rename this wagon adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just figured out the name of this episode. Why don't we go around and uh, remind everyone what our character names are, and then Jeremy can do a recap. You like how I forgot my character's name in the last <laughs> little shout out? Well, I'm Jezebel, or Belle. Uh, my name is Gray. I'm Bob Gravel, and I play everyone's favorite grumpy boy, Ulysses Highwind. And I'm Jessica, and I'll be playing Adaris. And I'm Jer, the DM of this wonderful adventure, who plays every other character. Everybody else. And uh, with that, welcome back to Myth and Mockery. We, uh, we last left off with our four adventurers having procured a wagon and a couple of horses from Grump to uh, help them find their way north and hopefully discover the... A plague almost of ne'er-do-wells terrorizing the countryside, hindering trade which they learned from Lathander, up and down the trade route from the province known as the Crossroads into our lovely Glimmer. And with that we find Adar and Bell hidden underneath a canvas amongst the goods of the wagon, and we have Grey and Ulysses driving the cart having a wonderful conversation when they stumble upon the last ambush site. With that, welcome back. Okay, now if I remember correctly, the two of them, and by them I mean uh, Belle and Adaris, are under a cloak or a blanket or something? Under like a large tarp? canvas a tarp canvas that, that was we... provided by Grump, yeah, that's along right, with Mr. the goods Mr. Grump to be stump. delivered to the crossroads. Grump the stump. Man after my own heart. Okay, so now, uh, is, is our wagon stopped uh, we set up camp i believe i like, believe it's slowing down and you guys were preparing to set up camp you'd notice that there was a bunch of uh dead bodies and such at that campsite though like it was recently ambushed not 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 to play spoilers but i believe uh at the end of the last episode we uh rolled for initiative is that correct should we re-roll for initiative I think we should re-roll <laughs> for initiative. Okay. yes all right let's do uh, this but first i think you two should make perception checks gray and Certainly. uh ulysses please gray can see everything with a 19. Ah. And Mr. Ulysses, who doesn't seem to be paying that much attention, gets a 10. <laughs> uh, yeah, with that, Gray, you do notice from the footsteps, uh, the footprints, you do would notice this, Ulysses, that there are goblin and humanoid footprints uh, throughout the ambush site. Gray, you do notice two smallish figures hiding off in the woods, just at the edge of the clearing. And uh, as you scan around, you do notice there's three more larger figures off into the um, the other side of the clearing. With that, yes, we can all roll initiative. Let's do this. 
I might be able to see all, but I, I don't act first. <laughs> uh, with that, uh, anyone above 25? 22 with a nat 20 on this bad boy. First roll is a nat 20. 22 for you, me, eh? You ready? Uh, anyone 20 to 15? I'm 15. 15? Okay. Uh, Gray got 11. Uh, 11 for Gray. Adara's got 12. <laughs> so haha. <laughs> so fast in my wagon. <laughs> I was too busy telling Yuli, look, it's an ambush. Great, you were at 11. <laughs> and he was already out of his seat. <laughs> and it was a damn ambush. I'm trying to ambush the ambush. <laughs> Never said he was a smart man. What is Gray and Yuli's doing really quick? Okay, so I think... Um, Ulysses is going to um, shout goblins to sort of alert his comrades. So right before he would shout that, I would tell them like, or maybe not. There's good. There's like I would tell him, oh, there's goblins nearby, and then he would shout it because yeah. it's much louder than I. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I'd say I'm right beside you then. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So you two, Adar and and Bell, as you're underneath the heavy canvas. Uh, in amongst the trade goods, you guys would hear them yell out, goblins. A wild shape. Okay. Ooh. For First your, time. For your surprise action, what would you like to do? Anything? She's going to rip off the canvas and say, surprise! <laughs> okay. Uh, Thank wild God, a wild shaped. A panther. <laughs> a panther, okay. Uh, with that, uh, Ulysses, you slowly look around. You do notice two goblins at the very edge of the clearing. Uh, amongst the birch and the poplar uh, and then as you pan around looking east towards Glamour you do notice uh, there's three humans in tattered clothing in uh, salvage bits of weapons and such okay so these guys don't seem particularly funded or organized correct no they do not um, who, what is the nearest or grandest threat to me the closest would be the goblins okay uh, they do have them armored they have shield small clubs okay. um, they look to have like short bows okay uh so ulysses uh draws his uh long sword and his shield i mean you can't draw a shield that'd be pretty impressive <laughs> uh and he's just going to uh so do i have enough movement to uh, get to the first goblin yeah they're within 30 feet of you all right let's uh let's kick this first goblin's ass <laughs> long sword just a straight up slash oh it's almost a one 18 you said almost a one, and then an 18. Huh. Yeah, that's a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, 11 damage. Oh, uh, yeah, with that, Ulysses. Even before that poor little goblin sees it coming, uh, he tries to bring his shield up in time, but you just cleave right through him. Oh, like butter. It's like butter. The second <laughs> one just kind of looks at him and it's like all, it's all scared and, and cringing. You hear... Uh, a voice uh, come from the woods that you haven't seen yet. Uh, just start barking orders. Uh, but after that... In common? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. In okay. common. Just barking orders at uh, both the goblins and, and the bandits, the human bandits, which in what, at which point the human bandits come rushing out. Two of them come running straight towards Belle as she jumped up and was like, Here I am! AC there, Belle. 19. That's a hit. From the scimitar. You guys are tough. Uh, you're going to take four points of, sl of slashing damage. Okay. Sorry, three points of slashing damage. My bad. All right. The second one. 
uh, misses, comes in swinging. You lift your leg up just in time. Your foot just comes over the top of the scimitar and it swishes underneath the air. And then great, uh, the third one raises its light crossbow, firing it at you with an 11. So I'm going to say that's a miss. It is. Dodges um, out of the way. Ulysses, the second goblin's within five feet of you, petrified of you just slashing its companion <laughs> in half, turns and starts to run. So you get your attack of opportunity on him. Where is he running? Running more towards the north side, um, okay. skirting let's, the edge of the well, Let's just make woods. a screwed-ass attack of opportunity here. Okay. That is a 17. That's a hit. All right. With uh, seven damage. And that one, as it's running, you just comes uh, across <laughs> where you launch or just cutting deeply into its back. <laughs> Falls face first into the ground, lifeless at your feet. Uh, with that, Belle, what would you like to do? Well, I'm going to slash at the one who slashed at me with my long sword. And I'm going to miss terribly with a seven because that was totally a nat one. But I will use my bonus action to cast Shield of Faith on Gray. Okay. Because I can cast it on other people, right? That's sweet. Yeah, you put your Shield of Faith on other people. As you um, lift your leg up over the scimitar, as you come back down, you kind of lose your balance a little bit, and your swing is a little off as you're off balance. And the, the human bandit kind of ducks his head, pops back up. And with that, we move to Adar. Great. So I'm a panther. And awesome. I am going to. There's still another human nearby, correct? Uh, as far as you can tell, there's something in the woods still screaming out in common. Okay. So I'm going to run at the thing that's screaming in common. Okay. And how would you like straight through or would you like to move around? Um, I would try to avoid other enemies. Okay. Yeah. We'll say easily enough. The, the two of them are focused. Uh, the other one with its light crossbow starts to kind of track you. Okay. But it hasn't fired at all. So. I'm a sneaky panther. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I bite this person that's yelling? Uh, you get into the edge of the forest and you see it's this large, rather large human. Okay. Uh, his hair's all ratted and he's dirty. Um, he's, he's more heavily armored with uh, two scimitars over his back, daggers along his belt. It's just out of your range to actually bite at, though. Gotcha. I'll stand there and look really intimidating as a panther <laughs> and just like, Okay. It doesn't sound like Let's a convincing see. panther at all. Uh, <laughs> make an intimidation check for me. Perfect. Uh, let's roll that. Oh, God. Okay, that was a four plus, so that's seven. Seven intimidation. <laughs> well, you only had to beat a four on his charisma check against your intimidation. Yes. So, yeah, you actually see a little slight tremble in his right hand, and you see... A little bit of a wet spot maybe starting to form a little bit in his midsection as he's not ever seen a panther in this area <laughs> of Gilandori, uh, in this area of the province. So yeah, with that, he's he's trembling a little bit. And then we go to Gray. So I'd like to make my way over and attack the one that Bell just tried to attack. Yeah. Did yeah, you say that sure. he'd be distracted for uh, an advantage? Well, he would be an advantage anyways because he's focusing on Bell. Excellent. And you are a rogue, good sir. Oh, very good. Ooh, that's a lot of dice. That is a lot of dice. Um, I got a 16. Uh, 16 hits. 16, so I do oh, yeah. seven, uh, 11 points of piercing damage. So I, I kind of sink it in, Ooh. stab him right in the side. Yeah, with that, you just dig in, and then you just dig your dagger right into him. 
Rapier, sorry. Rapier right into him. <laughs> Twisting it, pull it out, his whole entrails. The body crumples down by the wagon. The blood actually causes the horses to skittish a little bit. Make an acrobatics check for me, Bill. Wow, this is not rolling well. 11? 11? But yeah, with that, you're able to still maintain your balance on the wagon as it bounces a little bit from the horse's fear of the, uh, the smell of blood. Anything else there? Um, I'll just, I'll take, I'll help flank the other, uh, the last goblin. Okay. And I'll try to put myself closer oh, to the, the goblins are dead. There's like two, three, two more human bandits. Oh, in that case, I just, the wagon. all right, I'll just kind of stay beside Bell for now. Okay. Uh, Ulysses. Okay. So, um, so there are two humans left and then the human with the scimitars, correct? Uh, yeah, but you can't see the, yeah. the captain yet. Okay. okay uh, sure. He's still in the woods. Um, all right. Uh, so then, who's the next closest target to, to Ulysses? Uh, you would like you would turn around and, and you would see that Bell is standing on the wagon. The horses are kind of getting skittish and bouncing up and down. Uh, the wagon bounced a little bit, causing her almost to fall, like to her to stumble a little bit, but gain her footing. Mm-hmm. You see Gray just finishing one off really quick, pulling a rapier out mm-hmm. there within thirty feet of you. Okay. Uh, so let's uh, let's close that gap and uh, continue on this rampage of violence. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good fighters are want to do. <laughs> all right, yeah. Uh, and sure. I had enough movement to close the distance there? Oh, yes. Okay, so here we go. Uh, long sword. Long sword. 18. I'm rolling like 18 a beast is a today. Hit. 18 is a hit. Oh, yeah. And uh, six damage. Oh, hey, look at that. Someone survived. Someone <laughs> survived so far. Yeah, we'll take it. Not for long. <laughs> Not for long. Yeah, he kind of looks at you panting and such, though, and blood kind of drilling down one side of his arm as you slash down his his offhand uh kind of uh, uh with that the one with the two simtars pulls and closes the distance with you adar and attacks 10 is gonna be a miss correct 22 is probably not a miss no that hits <laughs> Did we decide if we were going to take any of these guys alive? <laughs> we didn't talk about it, and I don't think... We, okay. now, now's not the time for strategy. <laughs> that comes to... later. <laughs> As you guys are debating this, Adara, you take uh, three points of slashing damage. Okay. Three points of slashing damage from the scimitar. <laughs> and the final attack, he uh, like... <laughs> stabs out with his dagger. Okay. Our ambush. Uh... Don't ambush us, we're ambushing you. <laughs> <laughs> 19 point 19 is a hit yeah that I hits think. i'm regretting then, my decision uh, four points of piercing damage oh still up okay we're good uh and then with that uh the bandits seeing themselves starting to get a little bit overwhelmed um both of them at the same time try to disengage from both of you so you uh ulysses and gray you both get attacks of opportunity there's so there's two near near us or is it just the one uh, there's I... two Okay. Oh, Bell would too. Sorry, Bell. Okay. Yeah, from um, here. And you yeah, would get advantage would. having the high ground there, Bell. I've got the high ground. Because I need it the way I'm rolling. Uh, Gray okay. tries to swipe at him with a nine. That uh, was a miss. That 21. That's uh, a fun. miss. It's because yeah. you were excited before. I know. And 21? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you hit the one that Ulysses just uh, laid 12 into. 12 damage. 12 damage. And you just cleave his head <laughs> almost like in two. Um kind of a look of disbelief as well as as the blade comes down through his head the other one though starts fleeing for his life running as fast as he can towards the north bell 
Ooh. Um, how far has he flown? Please, he so is far? 30 feet away from me. Well, 35 feet away from me now. So can I run and grapple him? He's 35 feet. Oh, darn. Okay. Well, I have a javelin. Okay. <laughs> and that's a nat 20. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did not stand a chance. Do not anger Belle. 13, because oh. I rolled really bad in those days. Oh, yeah, with that, the javelin whistles. Uh, gray. Ulysses, um, even Adar, you hear whistle as this javelin just flies through the air, finding purchase right at the base of his neck and the spear tip just pointing right out through its through his Adam apple, and he just falls face face first down in the dirt. You see this look in Ulysses' eyes, like damn girl. <laughs> <laughs> With that, now it's Adar's turn. So the one that just fell was that the captain in front of me? No, no, no okay, no, perfect. No. Okay, so now I'm gonna bite him. Okay. <laughs> I lunged forward, taking advantage of his slightly scared nature. Oh! I'll give you advantage on that because he's Thank intimidated. Thank God! <laughs> so that was a nat one. Uh, but we're gonna roll a second dice. Oh, that's way better. Um, cool. So that's a nineteen to hit. Uh, that's a hit. And I'm sorry, I'm learning panther stuff. I do three damage. Okay. <laughs> so I bite at him. As you, uh, yeah, you bite into his. Uh, teeth sinking through his uh, studded leather armor, but not getting the penetration you would like. You still cause a little bit of damage to his foot. To use a medical term, his tib meets his fibia. His fibia meets his tibia. Uh, but yeah, right there at the ankle joint, you kind of dig in uh, your teeth. Uh, uh. With that, we will go to gray. Excellent. So this is the only enemy left over, right? All yeah, you can yeah. hear is some rustling now off into the woods, uh, more towards the south of the clearing where Adaris ran in in her panther form. And at first you're like kind of starting to wonder, I think, where your druid, where your friend went as a large cat jumped out of the wagon. I'll, I'll make my way over there. Okay. It seems appropriate. Uh, so yeah, you're about, you make your way to the edge of the forest and you can see about 10 feet into the forest. You can see a, a rather large human, this bulky leather padded armor uh, with some like, almost like rhinestones sticking out of it, um, battling your panther friend excellent very good i would like to use my short bow okay would you say i have advantage on that uh yes can i i would like to do a non-lethal sure attack if possible 24 24 is a hit all right then i shall do for eight points of eight uh, points piercing of damage. damage with my short bow all righty ulysses all right um so i think he's going to move as quickly as he can towards the rustling Okay. Um, does that get me to him? You come up about 10 feet shy as well. Okay, then right I'd like to use him. my action surge to try and flank the guy. Yeah, you're able to get up and around him. Uh, which side would you like? North, south? Uh, whatever way he's not facing. He's facing... On his uh, if he's facing towards Adar right now, so... So opposite he... panther? Yeah, opposite panther. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to flank this, this bad boy. So, okay. uh, so you get around more to the western side of him. As, as Adar is on the eastern side. Yeah. How's he looking? He's 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 raring to go. He's almost like almost in this rage, like fighting. You can see like in his eyes that he's like he lives for battle. And all right. Well, since he likes battle so much, he's gonna get a slash in the back. Okay. Ugh. Eight. Eight. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a miss. Whoops. Uh, yeah. As you like swing at him, he just kind of brings the one scimitar back and just tink. And then turns his attention back to the, your feline friend in front of him. Uh, with that, I believe it's his turn. Unless you have a 
Uh, bonus action was yeah, your uh, action surge. I got a, I got a oh, mechanics. No, I got a mechanics question. Does yes. flanking grant advantage or disadvantage? You would have rolled with advantage on that. Yes. Oh, thank so you. Can I roll again? You can roll again. Yes. Sweet. Thanks for reminding me. No problem. Me. No, it was an eight again. Okay. The dice tell the story. Even retroing it, doot, doot, doot. same thing, blocks it, Great. scimitar comes yeah. back, right. dings it out of the way. All right. <laughs> um, and now it's his turn. He's going to focus on his cat friend. Friend. Yes. Miss with his first swing of his scimitar. His second scimitar comes slashing around. I don't think it's hit at 15. That hits. Oh. I'm a panther. Oh, yes. Screwed up the armor. I have very, very nice fur, but it's not very resistant uh, to swords. Do, 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 but do. why? We gotta get you some of that, like, uh, Battle Cat uh, He-Man that's... armor. <laughs> yes. That is four points of slashing damage. Okay. Um, that, he turns and slashes out with his dagger at Ulysses for a 20. T3. That obviously hits. Uh, And that will be, wow, seven points of piercing damage from the dagger. Uh, With that, Ulysses Adars, you both get attacks of opportunity as he starts to run towards the north. Heck yeah. (laughs) It's a nine to hit again. Uh, That's a miss. I'm not used to driving a panther. Uh, 18 to hit? 18's a hit. Four damage. Four? Okay. Mm -hmm. So with that, you slash again, cutting the upper back meaty part of his thigh as he's running, running towards the north as fast as he can. Uh, With that, Bell. I'm going to run as fast as I can over there. Um, My full 30 feet. How far is he from me? Uh, He would be about 15 feet at you this time. Even though you're making that like angle cut uh, at him as you're running. Like I'm talking to a misbehaving dog. I'm going to say, sit, boy, and cast command. Okay, what's the saving throw? 14. 14, and that's charisma, right? Um, wisdom. Wisdom. He sits. <laughs> yes! <laughs> sits down on the ground. Good boy. <laughs> uh, with that, we'll play out the round of combat and then see what you guys want to do. Adars, you watch as as he's running. All of a sudden, you just hear Bell say, sit, and he stops and sits down on the ground. I'm going to do that cat thing where I just like go and brush up against him with a side and then just sit in front of him. <laughs> Again, just looking intimidating to make sure he doesn't run away. Okay. Uh, Gray? Uh, I'm going to hold. I'm gonna appro- close the distance so that I'm 10 feet away from him if I can. And then I'll just have my bow drawn and just like kind of be pointing at him. And just I'm going to wait. If he gets up and runs, I'm going to shoot him. Okay. Can you read command to me really quick? You yes. think about something you want to do because combat's going to come you back to her. speak one word command to a creature you can see within range. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or follow the command on its next turn. The spell has no effect if the target is undead or if it doesn't understand the language. Okay, so, yeah, anyways, yeah, I did play that a little differently, but that's okay. It still works out. Ulysses, what would you like to do? Uh, I think he's going to um, get as close and just be as imposing as he possibly can with his massive frame, uh, long swords, like, just right up against his throat. Um, is sitting technically prone, correct? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he's, ready, he's ready to just right through the throat if uh all righty all righty with that as he's watching himself get surrounded he was only told to sit as such he is going to now try to still fight his way out of this even though he's sitting so he's going to swing at the kitty cat at disadvantage and that one so misses miserably almost rolls his face down into the ground trying to like fight his way out of here 
uh, and misses on the second attack. The panther just sits there and kind of like bats at the air. <laughs> Are we and, playing a game? And then takes the dagger and tries with his dagger and yeah, misses with his dagger as well. If panthers could laugh, it happens. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With that though, he's like flailing, he's trying to do everything he can to try to find his way out of here. Uh, you both were holding actions. So I said that... He- so I said that I was holding his actions to see if he ran away, but I think this also qualifies if he's trying to take swaps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and your action was held for probably a similar thing. If there's anything you would like to do, Ulysses, I'd like to kill him. You're done. Cross the goddamn face. <laughs> well, we're gonna let that one go. Oh first. yeah, because it's order. <laughs> oh no, you're in the initiative after him, so your action would be first. So, basically, I'm trying to like kick him like onto his back, right? Uh, and Ulysses yeah. says, "She said to sit, son." <laughs> I'll let. I'll, I'll just. I'll continue to hold. I'll wait for the big okay. people to do what the big people do. All right. So you completely forfeit your hold action. Oh yes. That's uh, right. So then you're reholding an action to watch to see what yeah, the still, big people I'm, are going to do. I'm still waiting for the same thing. Uh, Adaris. Also, was there anything you would like to do? I would just. I would kind of do. Continue. If I was first, I would. If he swung at me, I'd pounce to try and do the same thing and knock him down. Okay, so you do your pounce. Pounce. Sure. Would you like me to roll anything for that? Uh, roll a strength check with advantage. Okay, let's hope the dice like me better. Oh, it's two fifteens. So that's fate. Uh, yeah, you pounce right on him, pinning him to the ground. Um, you get your kick ready. It's, yeah. Okay. Uh. It is his turn. Kick He's going to try uh, strength off against the... Um, yeah, because you're holding your action, so now he's going to try to fight his way free from Adaris's pounce. Mm-hmm. Would you like to kick him in the face before he starts to oh, struggle? Oh, yeah, big time. So, yeah, he's oh, yeah. starting to struggle. So now is that uh, just an unarmed strike? or? Uh, yes, okay. so roll and add your strength to your... Ooh, nat 20, baby, 25. All right, uh, roll... I'll give you triple damage on that. Oh, too. sick. Uh, that's a d4 so oh and i roll a four four so 12 okay. damage 12 damage to the teeth or nose or whatever it is <laughs> face area face 12 area. damage we'll make one of these checks for him uh oh with the nat 20 to see if he stays conscious from constitution saving throw he shakes it off as there's like blood and spit now oozing out of his mouth uh with that bell i will skip over there with my last 30 weeks. Does command uh, take break with damage? It, it's a rune. It's a round. Oh, okay. It's a round. So um, I will just sit in front of him and help. I will grapple him, I guess. But I would like to do it in such a way that I have him so I can give him a noogie at the end. <laughs> All right. So or like a, pat his head. And make a like strength check with advantage. Like a grappling check. Yeah. Strength. Yeah. Uh, athletics. Athletics. With advantage. 24. Yeah, you have him in a big headlock. You kind of pushed Adaris back a little bit. You got him locked up. I will ruffle his hair and say, good boy. (laughs) Adaris, what would you like to do? Uh, She's definitely got this, so I just sit. I just, I'm still staying in panther form. With that, as he's been completely neutralized and and held back by Bell, we'll say he stops squirming. His breathing kind of lessens. He realizes now that uh, the odds are not in his favor. What would you guys like to do? Oh, I would like to take out my serrated dagger and saunter on over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Ulysses. Uh, so he he's on he's being grappled, correct? He is, yes. Hmm. She's kind of like she's saying like cross legged and has him in her lap and playing with his hair. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. With one arm, um, like he just he like he looks like he's just he's he looks like he's given up. That in his eye, or can I roll an insight? Make a yeah, make an insight check. Five, five. <laughs> As, uh, as many of the battles as you've been through, Ulysses and such, you you don't really see him. Can't get a read on him. Okay, I'm gonna try and uh, I'm gonna try and frisk him then, and see if he's got anything on him. Uh, of, uh, any notes? Sure, or anything, make an uh, investigation check. Certainly. Five. Uh, you're find some coins, mainly copper. A shoe, a piece of shoe string for some reason, like a twine. You don't really find anything written down on paper. Okay. Bell. As you have him and your ever loving headlock embrace. She's just beaming. Do you see how it worked, guys? It totally worked. He sat down in everything. Yes, he did. And I'll just kind of make my will go. I'm like, you can stop resisting. It'll be okay. You'll probably live through this if you answer all of our questions. And Um, I would just like to snarl to try and intimidate him or give Andrew help on intimidating, whatever makes sense. Uh, you guys can make a group intimidation check with advantage. All four of you get advantage. Yeah. Is oh, Bell really does. that intimidating? <laughs> You're going to get... You have him in a headlock, Bell. about advantage. Just you have him in a headlock. Oh, I just rolled a zero. <laughs> with advantage? No, no. Uh, uh, twelve or thirteen with a thirteen. Uh, twenty-four. Twenty-two. Fifteen. He doesn't even flinch anymore. He just lays there, face down, getting his hair noogied by Bell. He's realized now, like all the fight has left him. He realizes now that he is captured. There you go. Was that so hard? I'm naming him Matthew. Very good. So Matthew. Tell us, tell us your name. <laughs> Matthew. Very good. I like how this is starting already. Okay, uh, so I'm just trying, for my own uh, knowledge, I'm just trying to put together exactly what we know and the reason we're even on this quest. So we've been told that... you Once you went to take your, your spoils from the warg and collect the bounty from Baris, you had... Uh, found that the uh, merchant guard had come racing into town his horse was blown he'd barely survived the ambush he got out in time he's able to bring the horse he rode the horse and dragged a wagon basically behind it the wagon wheel was broken and such so uh you had heard rumblings of chaos and despair from lathander at the at the mage's tower Mm -hmm. at which point he'd Suggested you return to, to Glamour, which which the four of you did. On the way there, you'd, you'd killed the warg. Uh, and you, when you were collecting the bounty, you heard, you'd heard of this ambush. So you had spent the night. And then in the morning, you found out about this in the morning. And then you formed your plan, your party's plan, to try to see if you can lay an ambush for the ambushers, which you successfully did. Okay, so um, I think Ulysses is going to try and... Uh that's what I'm looking for. Interrogate him a little bit. Why are you attacking the wagons on the way to Glimmer? He looks around. He's thinking. 
starting to weigh his options of how can I get out of this alive type thing. So he's looking at the four of you, realizing he's very outmatched right now, not even understanding where this beast of a cat came from. Belle will press a little more forcefully at his hair, like pull a bit. Okay, and then a grimace. And then our mistresses demanded that we sow chaos and bring certain goods that we may find back to the lair. Well, who's your mistress? I do not know. You follow someone who you don't know? It's that or be burned to death. I can think of worse ways to die. I don't, have you ever burned to death? Once. Uh, with that, you do get a, a faint smell of something, Belle, as you're closest to him right now. Ew, I think he peed on me! He wore the brown pants today. <laughs> so where's the lair? Uh, it's to the south. Okay, uh, I'd like to uh, roll insight to see if he's lying. Sure. As he's ascertaining, I'd be like, so where do you drop off the goods that you take from people? You must have a spot instead of merely to the south. Ulysses? Five. You're well, not we... sure. You're, you can't Who's... get a read on this guy. Which, yeah. Which of us has better people skills than uh, Mr. Mr. Grumpy Brows over here? With that, he does say to you rather quickly, to the south. Adaris? Um, I would like to... She's also not great with people. So she stays at a panther thinking she's got a better shot at helping. Okay. Um, I would like to, with my keen smell, uh, sniff around a bit and see if I can figure out which direction these guys came from. Sure, make a survival check. I have advantage on perception checks that rely on smell. Yeah, I'll give you advantage cool. on this. Okay. <laughs> that one on the second roll. So, fate, that's an 18. 18. Uh, as... Uh, as Belle, Gray, and Ulysses, as you watch, you see Adaris in her cat form start kind of prowling the entire uh, now ambush site, campsite. Ulysses, you particularly deciding you're, you're done with questioning. Uh, your, your struggles of getting a read on this one is not so <laughs> not with you today. So uh, you turn and you watch as Adaris kind of goes around. Adaris, you do start to see that even though he told Gray south, you notice that more of the foot track, thick, the heavier footprints and such is... The ground has been trodden over more, is more towards the north. And as you spend a little more time in exploring the northern edge of the clearing into the into the spruce and the balsam and, and such, uh, you notice there's a small yet narrow path leading off towards the north. They also were trying to retreat to the north, if I remember correctly. Don't know why I said that in my character voice. And my interrogators, uh, Bell and Gray. So... To the south, you say. A little bit more information. My panther appears to be pretty hungry right now. Uh, make an intimidation check. I'm good at these ones. Not bad, 16. Uh, he kind of starts looking more towards the north, but finding a little bit of courage in himself, he starts to the south. We always go towards the south. Okay, so you suck at lying, and that's okay. Because if you would like to live, we need the information. And if you tell me everything I want to know, I promise to let you go. Will you let her off of me right now? Mm, uh, something for something. You need to speak up first. And the truth, because you suck at it. 
lying, of course. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> um, he tries to sound confident, and he looks at you, looks, takes in the whole situation. Uh, yeah, we take it to the north. Um, yeah, all the goods go to the north. There's a, there's a cave. Our hideout is behind a waterfall. Uh, from there, I don't. And he's like, he's eyeing and eyeing and, and trying to find the way to be most believable now. He's not trying to like, he's trying to outbuild his confidence in you. Uh, build his confidence of himself within, with you guys. Uh, build trust. Uh, so... He starts to answer your questions more freely. Um, towards the end of the conversation, you don't really get any more information because you learn that he doesn't truly know too much. He's sent somewhere to disrupt something and take the goods back to their hideout. Oh, very good, Matthew. See, was that so difficult? No. But can I have a different name than Matthew? You said your name was Matthew. Gus. We can name you Gus. Can I'll we name him Gus? Uh, and he looks around. Uh, I'll take I'll take I'll take Gus. I don't want to be a Matthew. My old man was a Matthew, and as you can see, I turned to a life of villainy. Dad sucks sometimes. Yeah, right. <sighs> okay. And so as promised, Bell, you can remove your you can keep you can keep the arm around the neck, but you can remove the other arm because he wanted a little bit of help and I think you know She will stop giving him a noogie and then she will move to just giving him a bear hug. So she's just sitting behind him bear hugging him. See, an improvement. This see look at this. Something for something. But like I said, I promise to let you go. She'll even give him an exaggerated smooch on the cheek. <laughs> as 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 you kiss him. You do hear this groan of pain as you're squeezing a couple of his wounds a little more tightly. You can feel that ooze of his bodily fluids coming out of him. Not not too hard. He's squishy right now. I, we might have to bathe after this. Oh, I have a question. How long have you struggled with incontinence? <laughs> Just today. And Adar? Adar's, what would you like to do? I come sauntering back at that moment, um, and I change out of Hamster Horn back to myself, and yeah. As Adaris makes her way back, you, the three of you notice your your cat friend morph now back into her normal human-ish figure. I, sc I scratch behind my ear slightly as a leftover habit, and I go, so what do we have to do with him now? Do we just leave him here? Well, we could take him to Glimmer to see what the locals want to do with him. Or we could kill him. Hey, hey, hey! Did, oh. She didn't speak for me, son. You were lying to me, and I don't like lying. Honey, honey? He very much doesn't like lying. My coin? My coin? And she'll kind of try to, like, put side of her side there. Oh, that's all. Pick up her coin. I'm like... Well, I did say I would let you go. I just never said what my other friends wanted to do. We could store him in the wagon. We do have a wagon. Let me ask you something, son. What are you going to do if we let you go? I'm gonna run south. Attaboy. Piracy. boy. Ships. I like ships. I hope if we let you go, I don't want to see you again. Understand? Okay. Gus out. And we want you to strip naked. <laughs> And she'll, like, clap her hands excitedly. <laughs> At this point, he's actually let go because she's clapping. Uh, uh, 
With that, he starts to strip off the padded. Adaris turns around. Leather. Out of respect. Starts kind of dropping, and he ends up like you know the cartoon figures. He's kind of cupping and trying to hide <laughs> everything. He's right. going kind of beet red. Uh, you do notice there's a wet stream of like dry of something wet drying on his legs. Adaris is just shaking her head on the side of the on the side of the road, just being like, "People, this is what happens when you make friends and do things together." She will just wave at him and say, "Goodbye, Gus. Good luck with your father issues." With I think that's it. That he turns and just starts running blindly to the guys, south. He's just running like south as fast okay. as he can. With wounds on his body, wounds all over his body. <laughs> you hear a, dis- a distinct a- like. As he runs and smashes into a tree, and just all you hear is woods and twigs and everything just branch, just breaking as he's running. And with that, he's run off and left the four of you with his dead companions, along with and his gear. Uh, oh yeah, it's a uh, he's got stinky, stinky, horrible studded leather, but Specifically two seem two very cool. decently serviceable scimitars and um. You do notice that uh, his dagger's missing, though. Where, I wonder where he hid that. <laughs> I don't think I want to know the answer. Um, well, I think we need a shower break. I am presently covered in blood and shit. I'll give you back your coin. So that was educational. Very. The, the path to the north is pretty small. I don't think our wagon could fit down it. So showering, we need to do something with the wagon. Maybe we return to town, or do we go chase this lead down now? She has her water flask and already trying to clean herself up a little. Uh, Adara stays turned around while you do it. Just being like, has no idea how to deal with people. Uh, Adaris, you would notice, though, that uh, when you were doing your, your patrol and investigation in your panther form that you, uh, or jaguar, sorry, uh, that across the clearing looks as though it's been where uh, uh, caravans prior have set up their wagons for the night uh it looks as though that area itself is safe enough you didn't meet any traffic coming south uh, i mean coming from glimmer going uh west so you never met any traffic coming east sorry so it could be safer if we kind of tucked it away we could also leave a note and say hey we're trying to stop the ambushes please respect our things brb what is this BRB you speak of? I've never heard of this term before. I don't know. I like stuttered really weird. It just came out. Oh, we could do that. I'm not a fan <laughs> of killing everyone I come across anyways. Bella's going to be at the cart with the wolf head going, you're going to abandon me? And make God, you yes. move like a puppet. <laughs> we are leaving that here, right? Everyone votes to leave that here. Anyone? Anyone on my... No, no one else is putting their hand up. Bella will look at Gray and give, her pu- give him puppy dog eyes. to me. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, are we bringing the wolf? It makes her happy. Like, <laughs> Ulysses, he's right, you know. As you're saying, like, he's like, at this point, like, he's try, trying to, like, find someone, like, you know, just kind of, like, put his put his weapons away. He's, like, kind of, like, cleaning off his hands a little bit with a little bit of water. All right. That's fine. I'll just remember to not turn into a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a wise idea. So what's the game plan here? Are we heading back to town or are we following this lead? I'm ready to like follow this lead still. I'm loving the woods. Maybe uh, maybe we can like take a short rest first because uh, I am feeling a little sore in my left arm. Just a tad. Just a tad. And my actions feel a little less surgy, so... 
<laughs> well, if we are going to abandon the cart, we should probably bury the head. It's going to stink if we just leave it here. It's true. It's like we need to find a box with some way to keep it cold and fresh. We could just let it go. You're going to let it go. It's okay. You know what? Honey, I'll get another honey, one. You'll find another one. There will always be another thing for you to enjoy. I would like to mention that time to time I can turn into an animal, so please ask first before decapitating I, unknown creatures. To be fair, it attacked me first. Truth, I will never attack you. Then as we'll, far as I can then tell. Then I will right never cut off your head. We have an agreement. Compact has been reached. What a good day for us. Oh, or any other part. I'm scared that you had to clarify that, but I appreciate it at the same time. Clarification's important. Ulysses, what are you doing up there in all of this? Uh, honestly, I think he's just tuning it out. <laughs> just like, let's go already. So short rest on the wagon. After we bury the head. You can bury the head. You're much bigger than I am. All right. Ooh, can you get me my... um? Javelin, I think it's somewhere in someone's throat over there. And I will start digging to bury this head. (laughs) All right. Um, Because we're pretty far from anywhere. uh, Yeah, you're uh, Adaris, Gray, and Belle. The three of you would realize from your travels east to Glimmer that uh, that you know you're still a day from the small village where you guys had acquired the one horse that made it more of a two-day journey. Instead of the three-hour journey that Gray was told it was going to be on foot. I just want to point out, she just dug a grave for the wolf head, and there's a bunch of corpses just around it. Should should we add any of these to the... Or would that disrespect the wolf head? (laughs) Do they look like bandits, or do they look like poor travelers that... Uh, uh, Now admits the bandits that had... We're lying, uh, we're lying in wait for the, for for any travelers coming through. You do notice that, yeah, there is corpses, fresh corpses from earlier in the day, still there. I would like to, while she's burying the wolf head, gather the what I perceive to be innocent people, and pile them up and set them on fire, okay. away from the wolf head, so that it can have its own dignified separate burial. <laughs> All right. I would like to assist. Not the wolf. <laughs> um, I will help the the poor merchants and travelers. Okay. Well. I'm sorry, guys. This gonna smell real bad during our short rest, but it felt like the right thing to do. Make, make a survival check for me, Ulysses. Certainly. Oops. One moment. More. No. More of an investigation. My apologies. Uh, sorry, that was an investigation. Yes. Check. All right. Seven. Uh, you do as you're looking through the wreckage and such. You do notice that there's uh, a couple of distinct crates with distinct markings of a crest. It's uh, a crimson and gold dragon, but it's intertwining itself. So it's like a figure eight mm-hmm. where the head comes back and starts eating the tail. So like the infinity sign, yep. only it's a crimson red dragon. Okay. Um, and then you do notice kind of a heavily damaged kind of one. It's got the distinct markings of the Highwind family crest on it. So it's a mm. very intricate H okay, with um, the dots I, in the middle, above th- and below. I think, are they empty crates? Or are uh, they the one with your family crest on it is shattered. Okay. Um, the other ones appear to be fairly undamaged, 
but uh, there are some scuffs and some scrapes. There's in one that you're looking at, you can see that they've tried to pry it open, but it seems as though there was no give. Okay, um, then let's go and try and uh, open these up and see if we can, can't figure out what they were doing here. Sure. Uh, do I need to roll strength? Uh, or strength, or? yeah. Sure. We'll go with strength. 17. You budge and, and grunt and groan. Um, at one point, you take your even your sword and you pry it in there, and it just does not seem to have a single give. You are scuffing up and damaging the crate some, but there seems mm-hmm. to be no give in opening the crate itself. Are there any... Um, can I uh, investigate the crate to see if there are any obvious latches, hinges, or sure. locks? We make an investigation check for that. 16. It looks like a normal crate to you. Normal crate, huh? And I can't open. Hmm. Make a history check for me too, Ulysses. Yep. <laughs> Five. That's your Why? favorite number today. <laughs> Why? You are having one of the worst days of your trip so far. It's almost as disastrous as the as, as the storm that cost you your latest. Uh, I haven't had a good day since. No. <laughs> uh, with that, um, Adar and Gray, you guys have stacked the bodies. Uh, off more towards the west, you found a nice little area away from the horses, away from whatever Bells deems she's going to be doing with her warg head. Uh, and you've made this funeral pry for them. And uh, you watch Gray as Adar just kind of... How do you want to do it, Adar? Uh, she just kind of flicks her hand and fire shoots out from it and lights it. So you watch you watch Gray's fire magically appears and just catches the entire funeral prior on, on fire within seconds. Can, trick. I, can I ask one more question you about can. the Highwind crate? Is this a crate that Ulysses himself recognizes as, as say, a style of crate that he would use? No, you oh, would not. Very interesting. When Belle's done, she will give a few last words. <laughs> Go right ahead, Belle. Goodbye, my furry friend. You brought me moderate entertainment for an entire day. May the afterlife treat you well. Amen. And with that, you all get, if you want, a long rest. Woo. And welcome to level three. Yay! Yay. I rolled a four on the level up. <laughs> and with that... You had all spent about the last eight hours or so cleaning up the cleaning up the site, finding various trade goods and such that has been left behind by the bandits before they were able to take them north. Bell, you buried your wolves. Warg head uh, shed a few tears, had your own personal monologue and epitaph. Less so on the tears, but yeah. Epitaph for it. Oh, there, I'm thinking one or two at least trickled down. Maybe of humor. I think she's just doing this to be uh... I don't know. For thesis? Is there is there emotional constitution that she can roll to? <laughs> <laughs> there can be now. I think at this point her goal is to be as annoying as she can to Ulysses. Can make a performance check. Seventeen. Yeah, it's convincing. Ah, uh, nearly, nearly convincing. At first, you you do come off as shedding a tear, and then your companions realize that you are acting it up, hamming it up, so to say. Uh, the rest of your 
Uh, night passes rather uneventfully. Is there anything you guys would like to talk about or anything like before moving on? So you turned into a panther. Yeah, I do that sometimes. It's pretty cool. You, can you can you learn such a thing? I did, but I started really young. Oh. Yeah. It's a similar bond with nature that allows me to summon my little fire foxy friend. Gray would like kind of ponder, like just like, sure, excellent. I grew up with a lot of very wise, nature-loving people, and they showed me some things. And I, I didn't learn how to talk to other humans, but I'm pretty good in the woods. Can you turn into a platypus? I always wanted to see what a platypus looked like. Well, I have to have seen the creature, and I did not, I've also not seen a platypus, so unfortunately, no. But if I ever, if we see a platypus, I will study it for you so that I can turn into a platypus. You're just the sweetest. Platypuses are a myth. Like like unicorns? No, unicorns are real. Oh, right, sorry. Just just platypuses. Correct. It's the only one. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll see the elusive rare platypus, and I will master the art of turning my own body into a platypus. It's the end game for druids is the platypus transformation. It's true. No one has ever achieved it that I'm aware of, so it's, it's a coveted thing. I think that's how you become the arc druid. Exactly. I'm just good with fire right now. <laughs> that's not canon. I, you didn't say any of that. Um, this is now canon. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Collaborative storytelling. So tell me more of this platypus. Platyp- platypus or platypus creature? So I can make fire and I can heal and apparently one day turn into the mighty platypus. Is, is this some sort of like nine foot tall monstrosity? Oh, yeah. What is this thing? It's a duck beaver. It is what happens when a duck and a beaver love each other very much. Thought that was a deaver. It's <laughs> <laughs> different. That thing floats on the water and has really big teeth. As as he's like kind of like he's like takes some like wine from his flask. So he knew so little of the wilderness. It's kind of like the half work of water animals. Sure. Why the, not? Have you been in the woods much, Gray? You look kind of like a city folk. Uh, I've been on, I've been to the city <laughs> on occasion. I was from the outskirts. Isn't that in the major way to the city? That's just what people do. Well, sorry, that's what I thought most people do. I think that all of us have found our way together because we aren't most people. That's true. You guys all seem pretty weird. You're all very weird to me, and I don't like any of you. But yet here you are. A means to an end. Cheers to that. Well, I like you all. I like Ulysses the most. You can actually see that his scowl warms a little. Uh, and with that, uh, the four of you, as your campfires being stoked up and uh, built up with Ulysses, putting in some extra firewood, roll over and you spend the next six hours or so just kind of sleeping away. Uh, Ulysses, you would be the first to stir awake in the early morning. I think he also uh, burnt the crates with uh, the crest on them. Oh, okay. The three of you watch as Ulysses starts throwing these crates into the fire. Whoa, I thought we got paid if we recovered goods. Wait, what? is that is that right? Well, I meant the, because uh, the, it was shattered, right? There oh, was the Highwind crates. The Highwind crates, oh, that's right. Yes. Sorry, my, my, I should have spe- uh, specified. Uh, uh, yeah, the Highwind, the Highwind crate crates itself was, was busted open. The, yeah, the shattered one, he, he specifically burns the crest. Oh, okay. Sorry, All I should right. have, uh, I should have. Uh, made that way more clear. We wake up to a crazy fire that's <laughs> got the entire clear. 
with that though um the four of you watch as ulysses starts gathering up the broken crates before the you turn in for the night he uh throws one in particular into the fire and at that point you see this like greenish purple like this really bright orange flare come up off the off that one specific crate ulysses you would know it being the one with the 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 high wind crest on it make arcana checks for me please i do really well with arcana i got a 12 i rolled an 11 so that's a 10 okay um you both notice that there's some form of of magic that had just been combusted within the within the fire you all feel this big uh, blast of heat come roaring off the fire and you all take a whopping one point of fire damage from the heat of that wood burning ow what why were you throwing that type of thing into the into the fire what was that don't worry about it Okay, but it just, it flared up a bit, and I'm usually pretty safe around fire, so I just... It, was a cr- it seemed to be some kind of magical crate. Huh. Evidently, he See, says as he's, like, caressing his, like, burnt hand, because he shielded his face. I didn't want to know about it until you said don't worry about it. <laughs> and now I want to know everything. With that, as you pester away at Ulysses, he's a stoic... Man staring into the fire. Um, I will. I will admit that you can see that he is emotionally uh, perturbed. Kind of see in his eyes. Keep in mind that her question never makes sense. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Adara seems to start talking to herself off on the side and just walks off in deep conversation. So, are you an only child, Ulysses? You seem like an only child. Sure. Why not? Ooh, a mystery. Clever. When you're that boring, you have to have an air of mystery. Nope. What you see is what you get. I will cast Divine Sense. Okay, what does that do? And what do I have to roll to contest it? I'm just seeing if you're undead, because no one should be that boring um, and be alive. (laughs) No, you have no idea of anyone, any undead in the immediate vicinity. So... It's just your sense of humor that's dead. Can't be dead if you never had one, I guess. Fair point. Gray, you would notice that Adar has kind of wandered off talking to herself. This isn't, that's not the strangest thing I've seen so far today. Like this look, that actually looks, I've seen people do this before. That looks normal. Having two party members that talk to themselves in insane ways doesn't. Like that's not actually that bad. (laughs) Could be worse. Yeah, like this is, that's, I can at least understand this. Um, is, Is she out of earshot? Uh, Adar, so you had an earshot? I wouldn't have gotten fully out of earshot. I think I just turned away. Okay. Like, I walked okay. a little bit away, but um, I, I wouldn't be totally all right. earshot. What is she talking about? Um, you can hear her talking. It sounds like she's responding to something, trying to reason out something. So she's basically like, some people don't like talking about stuff. It's fine. You don't have to talk about everything. It's okay. Yeah, some people have secrets, and secrets are totally fine. We don't need to learn about everybody's names right now and everyone's backstory and deep history. We can just leave it alone. We can just be alone in the woods and that's the safest place to be. Just take another swig on his flask like he's kind of <laughs> shrug his shoulders like, this looks pretty normal to me. I'm regretting this entire adventure. <laughs> yeah, right. Bell, or you have anything to... 
Oh no, Belle's gonna skip on over. Bored of Ulysses. <laughs> so, how's the conversation going? What conversation? The one you were having. Oh, I didn't mean to talk out loud. I'm sorry. Oh. And she just walks back toward the campfire. Wonderful talking with you. <laughs> she likes to talk as you make your way back. She likes having conversations with everyone around her. It makes her very happy. Does she? <laughs> I, I have noticed this. I'm just still getting used to talking to people, I suppose. <gasps> we could practice. Or, so what direction is the bandit camping? Aldarius quickly is like trying to find it out. It's north. Let's go. Great. Adaris throws a look over her corner of her shoulder to make sure that Belle hasn't unearthed the wolf's head in the middle of the night. <laughs> Just looks over to its memorial to make sure it's intact before continuing into the woods. Great, there's something seriously wrong with these people. It's okay, dear. We're in the real world. We, ha- we, have, to be, we have to be accustomed to all of their ways. Perhaps they think we're strange. I try very hard to be strange. I hope so. If they don't, I'm doing something wrong. Well, progress is progress, I suppose. As that, as he like, kind of like gets his belt on and like you know puts on his armor. Okay, so we um, we need to deliver these goods back to Glimmer, right? But we're hiding the wagon in the clearing for now. So should we should we double down on hiding the goods? Like hide them more. Like bury them or something. We could. In case the wagon gets stolen or found out. We could do that. Are there any um, visual landmarks that we could possibly use to, or is this just like, is are we in the middle of the woods and it's like? It's the middle of the woods, yes. But Adaris could easily spot the agent, uh, agent spruce tree. Uh, mechanics question, would digging a massive hole set us back at any significant amount? Uh, if it's uh, Ulysses and Bell who dig the hole, I would say it takes about 20 minutes, half an hour to stow the goods. It's not bad. Yeah, you guys you guys okay with that? Yeah, totally fine with that. Okay. Sure. Right. I'll bring the boxes over. I'd like to, on the back of the tree, just um, kind of flavor, um, flavor firebolt a bit, just uh, burnt handprint Sure. on the back of the old tree. Uh, easily done. Easily done. Just so we, I'm pretty sure that I'll recognize this beautiful ancient tree, but in case something happens, we have a mark. Understood. Thank you. And he uh, starts the starts digging the hole. So yeah, a half hour goes by. Uh, the four of you working together, uh, you easily are able to bury the goods. Make a quick survival check for me, please. Everybody. Um, the two people shoveling, so, uh, Bell and Ulysses, please. Fourteen. Fourteen. <laughs> Natural twenty. Yeah, 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 so, uh, with that, the two of you are able to, uh, smooth the dirt over, relay the, the grass, like, it's almost like a roll of sod. For some flavor, Bell, you take, you take some of the wolf's fur off the hide that's still in the wagon. Sprinkle it over the top of it, along with some like leaves and that that you find, and some broken sticks and everything like that. So, in about five minutes or so, you two have completely camouflaged. The, and a the single wildflower. Sure, and a single wildflower in the in the very middle of where you were working. It's a work of art, Ulysses. Sure, why not? I was gonna say it's serviceable, but I guess I got the measure of you all wrong. You do a lot of measuring there, son. Well, yes. Don't you? He's exceptionally good at math. 
Oh, I guess somebody around here has to be. We have the most fascinating conversations. I beg to differ. Oh god, you think these are fascinating? I was gonna say, so far. <laughs> and with that, you, uh, the four of you have cleaned up the, cleaned up the campsite. It, it appears though as though nothing's ever happened now at this campsite, that no ambush had happened. Have you, you've even taken the, the crates that you couldn't, that Ulysses couldn't open. You've buried them with the other goods. And with that... You guys start your way north along the narrow path towards the bandit's hideout. And with that, we'll end this episode. We'll see you guys next time. This is Highwind here. You can call me Mr. Highwind. Or don't call me anything at all, because I don't want to talk to you. In any case, you should subscribe to our podcast, Myth and Mockery. It's got adventure, drama, and me.